for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. All right. Oh, man, and if you thought Chris was motivated, just wait till you meet Sarah. Uh, yeah. She is uh, absolutely driven. And so we're going to catch up with that team. But before, you know, uh, we get into talking about that, you know, I got to announce that we've got a wonderful uh, bit of hack or hack today. Yeah, what yep, you got yep. for us? So it's actually a hack, and I don't mean a trick. I mean someone doing something that uh, couldn't be more hacky. Like a true hack. Like a true hack. Like a detailing hack. A detailer Wait, hack. Wait, like a detailer that's a hack. Yes, absolutely. And you definitely don't want to make uh, the list. No. So, guys, uh, make sure you don't do what this guy's doing. Uh, yeah, well, if it's the one that I think you're talking about, this guy's going to get ripped. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're going to use a pressure washer for a lot of things, but I don't necessarily advise it for, for everything. But well, you don't have to stick around to the end to find out what we're talking about. Well, that's awesome. And, guys, don't forget that we can see your comments now. So drop us a comment on here. And if we miss you and if we don't actually get to uh, reference it then, at the end of the show, we're going to give everybody a shout-out that drops us a comment. It's really cool. It shows us who all is engaged. We, we heard a cool story um, yesterday. Billy Smith um, sent us over a message <laughs> and uh, and said that he was talking. What's up, Joe Lapon? We knew you was going to be here, buddy. Really? And uh, so we had a cool story from Billy Smith come in. And, um, and, you know, he was, he had met another detailer in Ohio, you know, talking about how, how, um, like he was this rock star of detailing, but he said he had seen him on play by play a few times. And so it's, you know, listen guys, it's really funny to hear one, you know, cause here we are, we're kind of in our room by ourselves and you don't really know who all's watching. But when we hear these stories, like, yeah, I, I follow all your podcasts or, you know, it's it's really a cool. It's a cool moment. So it's fun to see how many people are actually watching this thing. And it kind of keeps us going. So oh, it's so humbling. Um, I mean, it, it, just to think that somebody's actually, you know, that listens to every episode. And, right. You know, right. It's, it's cool. It's it. cool. It's great. But, you know, listen, and then I saw Desmond drop in here. Uh, he's always a, a, a faithful, a loyal follower. So uh, I don't think he even remembers you. Though, I don't he? think he remembers. Well, that's what Veronica said. But uh, I did notice that he's trying to get a group together. <laughs> Together in his area and down in Jacksonville to uh, yeah. to just hang out and get into some shenanigans. So That's any awesome. detailers that are out there, get up with Desmond Monster Gibbs if you want to have a good time. Yeah, he's a good time for sure. Uh, we'll have to hang out with him again. But listen, before we get to all the meat and potatoes of the show, I want to take you down a little bit of education lane, okay? Uh, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, last week we talked about hiring employees, and we are really speaking to a very specific um, group of detailers. Um, and now all this is transferable, even if you're already established and you have employees. Of course, you can just reproduce this. But um, we're talking specifically to guys that maybe have no employees sure. or one, and they're wanting to get from one to two to three. And that's what we spoke to last week. Mm-hmm. Well, this week we want to say, okay, once you start hiring employees, how do you retain those? That's right. Everybody's biggest complaint is, well, I, I hire these guys and I'm afraid to teach them and they're going to take my business and blah, blah, blah. And we went over the details on that last night but, right. or last time. But what we want to talk about is once you get this team rocking and rolling, how do you keep them? Right. That's right. Absolutely. And there's not an, an easy, you know, there's not a, a one uh, size fits all solution. You got to kind of think outside the box. And you do. You got to know who your employees are. But. You do. And, you know, one thing that the first thing that I like to start with, and this really just helps build the morale. And it start, and, and again, this can start with one. You know, you got the one employee. Um, and that's the vision. You need to have a clear vision of what your company's going to do. And then they need to understand that and feel their impact in that. 
So, like, when I was hiring my first few employees, um, I wanted them to understand that, you know, sitting here buffing this boat was not the what we were going to do forever. Right. We have. I had big dreams, and and it included them in it. And so showing them that vision allowed them to kind of imagine themselves out of that role and into the next role, which obviously gives us all drive. You know, we can't just sit around and, and think this is when we had that moment, this is what I'm going to do the whole rest of my life. Like, it's not very motivating. Well, sir, you don't have to convince me because I actually was in that exact position when I mm-hmm. got this job. I mean, come on. You know, it wasn't just, hey, we're going to, you know, you're going to be selling some software. It literally was like, we're going to be building this thing and it's going to be huge. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's, it's going to be exciting to be a part of it. And boy, were you right. I yeah. Mean, and, and listen, it's not always easy. You know, so like you, you probably had times where had you not seen that it would have been time to go oh sure like you know like okay this is you know because this, this stuff isn't easy and neither is detailing mm-hmm. um and and you're going to have those cars or those boats or whatever that you're you know you feel like you're never going to get done with or the unhappy customers that's going to drive your you know you and your employees crazy but if they have a vision that says okay this is not what I, i've got to do this for now i've got to do it for now but in the next year two three four there's a much larger goal and a much larger vision. And if they understand that, then they're more likely to stay. That's right. You got to sell them on it. Too. Yeah. I mean, sell, sell them your vision. That's right. And, and, and another thing is you got to understand. So now we're talking about, okay, I've got an employee. Well, what, who, what am I competing? Who am I competing with to keep that employee? Mm-hmm. So you're competing with Walmart and with the steel mills in our area or with the shipyard. Or with the government. With the government, <laughs> During right? COVID, yeah. And you have to understand that. And you have to be able to position yourself to do things that they can't do for that employee. Um, you know, and so, like, we, of course, we're well known for uh, the, the events that we do here at EZM. But these didn't start with when I had 35 or however many employees. This started when I had one and two and three. Right. And we did things like the booze cruise that we still do. You don't think Walmart does a booze cruise? Walmart can't do a booze cruise. We're going to be like a booze ship or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and, and so these, these are things that we can do. So when we're talking about, you know, a guy that's got one employee or two employees, find a weekend in the year. And go do something special, whether it's go kart racing or paintballing or tubing down a tubing river. Down a yeah, river so you know, fun. you know, it is fun, yeah, right? Yeah. And these are things that that people look forward to doing because it's now it's out of the work zone, and you're building that you're meshing that relationship and it goes so much deeper than just the work environment. Yeah. I mean, you're building, that's how you build a team that really looks at each other. Like, you know, like near, I mean, it's like family. family. Well, we're, we're together about as much as you are with your family. Absolutely. If not more. Yeah. And so, you know, of course we're not always getting along and everybody's not going to be hunky dory. What is it that I always mess up? Roses Uh, and rainbows. Rainbows, sunshine and (laughs) butterflies, I think is what you're saying. But you know, listen, you know, to be able to start these things, and this is what I wanted you to understand is it doesn't have, you don't have to wait till you're this huge team to do these things that's right you start with just the one or the two and you and you and you take your buddy and your wife and you them and you involve them in whatever that is you're doing and make a plan for it that day and take them and then all the expenses on you and 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 go enjoy it and that stuff right there helps retain because their competition cannot do that right absolutely and that's not i mean so that's that's a big part of it you know doing stuff like that but you also got to come at them with a little bit extra too you need some benefits right yeah so yep. so and look this is something that that doesn't start with one or two you know this is a little bit deeper once you get in because it's really hard for a small business to understand how to offer benefits and mm-hmm. we're just now getting into it ourselves sure you know this year we were happy to bring on an, a health insurance and uh, we're, we're actually in the middle of uh, signing on a 401k 
Um, so these are things that we're doing, but it took us years to get to. Absolutely. Um, but the, to work toward that and for them to understand that's what you're working towards. Mm-hmm. You know, here's our goal. This is our future, and it's not going to be like this forever. You know, right. you're working for a small business that's building and understands the value in those things. Absolutely. No, and I mean, benefits are extremely important, but I mean, that doesn't have to be the main focus. Like you said, there's other right. ways to incentivize, you know, your crew, and mm-hmm. um, and that's you know, tell me some of the ways that you also do that. I mean, uh, so, you know, there's, there's multiple ways that we do it, but one of the things that I think that we're most known for is the profit share. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, this can start with, with some, you know, with just one or two employees and it's, you know, the main thing that I have to preface this conversation with is that you have to understand your expenses and your books. Um, they've got to be organized enough to know if you're making money or not. So when we talk about profit sharing, and this can be easily convoluted, but, um, we're talking about the net profits of the company and how much money did that company make per month, mm-hmm. and that's what we do. So what we do is we share a percentage of that profit each month, and it's cut evenly throughout the company for you know as a check for anybody that works for that company. And so what it does is it allows that employee to understand that, hey, the better that this company does, the better I do. And it's not just caught up in an hourly wage or a salary. That's right. It's, it's, um, it can be – there is no cap. There is no ceiling to it. The more money the company makes, the more money everybody makes. What happens when somebody might screw up and you guys have to do a redo? How does that work? Well, so it's a cost to the company, so it comes out of that. Yeah. You know, and and so like a call, any cost to the company that's over what budget is, it just takes off the bottom line. So you're 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 affected by that. So you think if there's one uh, group that maybe made a mistake, you think the other group will, you know, the other employees will let them forget about that? No, <laughs> no, and it happens. So, but here's the beauty of it: it's like and so easy is a retail store and detail shop but and so sometimes the retail December retail is killing Killing. it in there and detail is slowed down but detail gets to benefit from that but right now detail I mean this is our game you know we're fixing put the put the bread in you know and and so retail gets the benefits so it's really it's a it's a a company thing that everybody affects each other and another thing that I wanted to mention is you know, we talk about ceiling, and we talk about ceiling of money. We need to talk about the ceiling of, like, expertise or skills. And this is another thing that I'm big on is I there is no cap to what you can do here at Easy In or Detail Bookie or Bayshore. There is no if, – if you have learned enough to run this company, then you will be running this company. Um, you, there is no, like, okay, you're just – you're going to be the manager, and that's it. Like, I want, you know, to take your talents to the next level, wherever they may be, and surround you with the things that you need to make that happen. And that's what they need to understand as well. Yeah, know? man. And it's and it's not just love service, guys. I mean, literally, the, the opportunities are there, but it does take you to step up and actually go above and beyond. Oh, it does. You know, it I does. mean, it, it, it is what it is, but also you don't do that i mean in any aspect of life you're not gonna right and it shows up like we're not you know this all sounds great but you and 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 it does get bought in but they got to understand the at first it's a sacrifice Mm -hmm. because it is a small business and and you know we're not we weren't established as you know some of these other companies that we're competing with so we had to we do these things to to distinguish us uh apart from the other companies mm-hmm. but this is stuff that you can implement right now Absolutely. like like a detailer right now just hire my first employee my second employee 
go ahead and put these things in place. They're cheap now. It's cheap to take the guys down to the you know strip club to the strip. Club. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, right off set here, we have our uh, fan club, and uh, I'm surprised. My, I'm very upset. My mom's not here. I know. Yeah. That would have been a good time to get them together. <laughs> it would have. But yeah. So the strip club, uh, yeah. or the boat, or the two. You know, we do a tubing strip. That's, yeah. it's, I mean, it's so easy. You know, and there, I'm sure there's things in your area. Um, you know, that you could take them to do, that they would enjoy car shows, you know, stuff that they know. And, and look, take care of it. Do not, you know, don't, take pay for it. Pay for it, okay? I promise you, you take care of that and let them go enjoy themselves with you and, and, and have fun, and that money will come back a thousand times over, and, you know, some of those employee woes won't be so bad. No, without a doubt, man. It's definitely a way to go about it. Yeah, and I'm loving this conversation that we have. You know, we're going to dig in even deeper next week. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's going to be about, maybe growing even larger. But this is is good stuff, and this helps, you know, this helps detailers that are watching this show because we know where you're at. We talk to you every day, and uh, and all we want to do is provide value. So, with that being said, you want to bring on our guest? Oh, man, let's do it. So, today, as Dustin mentioned, we have Chris and... Miss um, Sarah. Miss Sarah, I'm so sorry. I yep. almost blanked there from So Fresh and So Clean. Clean. That's right. And uh, we're going to get them on here in just a sec. There What's we go. What's up? All right, Chris. <laughs> Wake up, Chris. Tight, tighten up. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> What's, What's going, going on, on, man? But before we get into detailing, look, this is our Power Couple series, so we're going to have to get a little more intimate than that. Y'all aren't going to get off that easy. So we're going to ask you some questions. There you go. (laughs) That's intimacy right there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, listen, not that intimate. No, we want to talk a little bit about y'all personally outside of detailing. So the question I have is... um, I had heard from a little birdie, Miss Jessica, uh, that you guys uh, had met offline, and that's how you all started dating, or, or online, I'm sorry. That's how you all started dating. Why don't you all tell us that story? You want to tell them? You can tell them. Yeah, so uh, when I first moved here to Florida, I was trying to find somebody. I didn't know anybody, so I was on, like, Plenty of Fish and, yeah. you know, these dating apps and whatnot. And most of the people I met were crazy, absolutely insane. But I was like, there has to be someone normal on here. And yeah. so I waited it out and then we met and we hit it off right from there. Like we went bowling on our first date and went out to dinner. And awesome. we were actually with another couple who met on Plenty of Fish that was on their one year anniversary. Oh, wow. And we were on the same lane with them bowling. And uh, yeah, and we just hit it off. And like, I think I moved in like two weeks later. Oh, okay, so you moved in with her. I got you. Yeah, that's awesome. Because I was taking working. Notes, right? I'm not jotting that one down. <laughs> <laughs> I was working in Naples, but I lived in Fort Myers, so it was like a 20, 30 minute drive every day to and oh, from, yeah. just to drive back there the next morning. So I was like, "Hey, this just kind of makes more sense." And she was like, "Yeah, I'm with it." So it just that's worked. Awesome. Out. That's awesome. That's what awesome. a mistake that was. Well, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got one of those mistakes around the house too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I, I've also tried the the dating sites, and you're right, man. It's a, it's a mess out there. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm glad that you're. I, I should probably switch. The one I'm trying to date on right now is OnlyFans, and I'm not seeing the. <laughs> it's a one sided relationship. It's, it's very one sided, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, I was going to say instead of grinder, try plenty of fish. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. Sorry about your luck, Ryan. We almost made out. Totally just kidding. That's great. But 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 seriously, seriously. Yeah, you should try it. No, I definitely did try that too. I I just decided to tap out of the online dating. It it seemed to be more trouble than it was worth. So so you guys, y'all are married now uh, for four years. Uh, yeah, about four years. About four years. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, uh, he's uh, we're we're looking for advice, and I think that they've probably already steered you in the right direction <laughs> yeah, there. But we're, we were just trying to find some advice what we should give Ryan to to kind of find his one. You know, he's bouncing around like a pinball over here, and we need we need to land him. I mean, uh, by himself. Of course. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty, pinball is a one person game, and that's you pretty much what I've been playing. Advice you know? for Ryan. <laughs> I, I don't know, honestly. I mean, she's I, out there. Yeah, I, I, I feel like when you're when you're looking, you never find it. And That's exactly it, right. When you're not looking, uh, people just randomly pop up, and it's like, how how is this? Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, I don't. That's my experience personally. But I feel like the internet with online dating kind of like changed the way oh. people think about dating and that's like you don't have to leave your bedroom or your living room you can sit there and just doop doop text and yeah you know so convenient so it you know it seems good but you find some weird people on there for sure oh you do you do i'm that's i'm at melanie uh, she was my uh she was my waitress at a little local pub that i used to hang out at or have lunch at all the time and uh you know it's the unexpected like you you know wasn't looking at all i was working around the clock and and that just happened to be my my spot that i would go to for lunch every day and it just kind of took off from there i could really she she was driving me crazy you know i, I wouldn't date her or nothing <laughs> she'll tell you i wouldn't <laughs> she had short hair and i like long hair <laughs> she's probably watching and she's like going ripping me off the wall anyways no i'm glad i did i'm glad she talked she was the reason you kept going and hanging out there uh, she was absolutely the reason I kept going and hanging out there. So that's all. Yep, yep. Now I know. Uh, so you guys been together for four years, Sarah. You've been doing accounting for the business for six years, right? The whole yeah. The yeah. Whole thing. Wow. Yeah. So now yeah. before you you know started kind of full time there was accounting something that you were doing you know um, full time I guess. No, I uh, I actually went to my first year of college for accounting. I went to like a top business school in in Boston, but I yeah. uh, realized that that's not what I wanted to do and switched it up and uh, went to college for teaching. Oh, so wow. I was uh, teaching special ed and I went to get my master's in special ed and then my behavior analysis certification. So I was working with children with autism and behavioral disabilities for 15 plus years. Wow. Full time and doing part time with the business for five years yeah and i think accounting is definitely love or hate relationship i mean it's it's definitely numbers and mm. and yeah I, you know i can imagine a business school um they were taking a super deep dive into that and uh you know and i'm glad you brought up teaching uh, one of our employees here uh the front office manager um 
Miss Chelsea, hopefully she's watching this. Uh, she just graduated with her teaching degree, and so we're trying really hard to keep her on staff here and her not to go chase her te- teaching dreams. So I'm hoping she's watching this and looking at how happy you are as running the show for a detail shop, and maybe she'll just hang around here for a little bit longer. And it's so con- like definitely consistent that you're going to find people having degrees and doing something completely opposite oh, of what their degree is in. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it was a weird time for teaching, too. Yeah, with COVID and stuff. But, you know, yeah. and it transfers right into running a business. I mean, these things that you learn is just, te- you know, you're, te- you're still teaching people, employees, teaching customers. Still, yeah. you know, it, all of these things you pick and choose. So I was in engineering and, uh, you know, and so, like, I still, you know, have things that I learned along the way that I use in business um, every day, you know, but... It's just uh, it, I'm just not drawing and, and stamping plans as 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 was the intention, um, mm-hmm. but you know. So how long have you actually been working for uh, for so fresh and so clean? Clean. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been full time since last January, so a little over a year. But uh, I mean the whole yeah the whole time that we've been in business, I've done you know kept track of the books and all that kind of stuff. I did a lot up until when she came, like I'd schedule all the jobs, confirm them the night before, send pictures after, post on social media, like just hustling around the clock nonstop. And uh, it's a lot, you know, it was a lot. And so she also had her own behavior therapy business that she ran prior. So she had experience in business and she's a lot smarter than I am. So, you know, I was like, hey, it, it would probably be a a win-win if like you worked for the business like we can write our own destiny mm-hmm. and then next thing you know as it just continues to climb you know we're she's making more than what she was making on a salary pension for the school district for yeah. 10 to 15 years so yeah you know, I did amazing. all the numbers before coming on full-time and leaving my career behind and yeah. you know just you know me being with the business full-time and being able to you know, manage and take on more customers and uh, that aspect, we kind of just figured like what we would have, what growth percentage we would need to cover, you know, everything for me. And it was like, a co- it was like an extra coding a week. Right. We're like, yeah, of we could easily do that. And now we've grown to have employees and like we do marketing things and it's just been like all natural it's been right. a blessing with that with her coming on that allowed you to do that you know that that allows you to expand and and you know her personality being as you know like as as structured and i can you know like it allows you to go out you know you ought to grow this thing together and i think it's an absolutely perfect combination and we've been following you guys for a long time and the growth is just incredible i mean you are killing it yeah thank you man everybody that walks in here says oh you need a another shop a second shop a bigger place because it's always completely one of our neighbors has a man cave two store two doors down and he just came in the back door and he's like, hey, I just swung my door open and almost smacked that BMW out there. Oh. And I was like, yeah, that, all right, let me, you know, yeah. we got to work and stuff and we're only get so many spots here. So it's like, 
where we got cars all around the building and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way we are here. We just expanded again, and like instantly. I mean, you guys, we, we're we're already full with vehicles still there's in three, waiting. Yeah, three yeah. boats. There's two cars stacked and up. Another boat out there. It's, you know, <laughs> and and I think the bigger your shop gets, you always want more room too. Like it's just like it, it gives you a little taste of what like a major big shop would feel like. I mean, I feel like this is a big one, but. Uh, yeah. You know, we're already kind of busted at the seams, and we're just we're still finishing just this edition, and we're, and we're already busting at the seams. So. Oh man, it's like never. Yeah, that was like week one for us. All of a sudden, this dealership account came in week one when we opened this, and there was like nine plus cars all over the That's place, crazy. and we're like, okay, well, we didn't even really move in yet, but we've grown out. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Now, and we you- get a lot of we get a lot of compliments too from all of our customers with Sarah like running the show with like talking to all the customers and scheduling jobs. Customers tell me all the time they're like, "Oh, Sarah, is that your wife?" I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "Oh my gosh, I she's so it. great, so responsive." Yep. And like, you know, I was always like that as well. Like, boom, that's my first priority. But like, again, she can do all that, and it allows me to do more, focus on other things. So. It's just a good combination. Yeah, and you know, customer service, that's one thing that we we like harp on. That's how I built every business that I've ever been a part of and and just going that extra mile, do, treating people as if you were you you want to be treated and like, you know, communicating to them, talking to them, let them know what's going on. It's it's huge and then, you know, I, I'm sure that uh that, that they just absolutely love it. Yeah. That's what I tell my guys. I'm like, "Hey, look, you know, do the job, introduce yourself, be friendly, yes. tell them what you're going to do." show them what you did and just a little explanation and like that go, that blows people away and goes such a the long you know like i get people that'll pull 20 50 dollars out as a tip and yep. be like you're like they trust you like it develops that relationship and you know it's like i just for me it's natural you know but like yep. people like that it's more of an experience for them than like hey this guy just detailed my car like oh he brought me into his nice shop he showed me that you know what i mean like just That's little right. things they go a long way like opening their door helping them out like these are the little things like our shop is great at it like this is what i love i love to take pride. Yeah. In. i love to see our staff doing it and and you yeah. know we have a rule where they're within 20 feet of you you stop what you're doing and you address that customer and so it doesn't matter if you're head down polishing or whatever if someone gets within that that feet you know then then you stop yeah. what you're doing like and and you ask them if they need help if you can you know and show them around whatever and it just makes for a great experience yeah, like I gave a customer yesterday, he picked up his C8 that we coated. I gave him mm-hmm. some ceramic spray and was like, hey, here, you can, you know, Kinda dress it up, up every now and then yep. if you want. I uh, gave a guy a drying tail and a bucket and a wash mitt, like just stuff I got laying around. And they're like, wow, like you really right. go the extra mile. And I'm like, sure, yeah. Like, you know, it's small it's just stuff. the little things, man. It's exactly. the little things. And that's what makes it fun. I, that's the part that I enjoy, you know. And yeah. I, I love that part to be that guy because now you're their best friend. Like you've, exactly. you've got a customer for life. You know? Yeah, we did a Mercedes two days ago that was absolutely, oh my God, it was horrible. And there were yeah. salt stains everywhere. And like, not only did we do a good job, but then like Napa coated her seats with like a, a three to six month coating. And, you nice. know, she's like, wow. She's like, I'm going to write a phenomenal review for you. I'm going to tell all my friends about you. Like, sure. you know, and I like going that little extra mile to like, God, and then God forbid if there's something that's off or that's not 100%, yep. you can kind of fall back on that and not mm-hmm. use it as an excuse, but like, you no, know what I mean? That's exactly, that's, dude, I swear I feel like I'm talking to myself here. That's exactly what, you know, you go you go the extra mile and then that way if there is something here along the way, you know, they're not they're not triggered by like, you know, they're, they're already, they're in such a great mood and everything's going smooth and you've done a little extra. So those little things just tend to not be an issue. 
you know? Yeah. They give you a little extra room. Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah. I know you're going to take care of them either way, but but mm-hmm. at least you're not, you know, it's not a combative situation. It's, right. you know, they're, they, I hate to bring this up, but, you know, maybe they missed a little gas cap area or something, you know, it's simple stuff, so. Real quickly, just to let you guys know, there's a customer walking in who I'm going to address real quick at the yeah. door. I'll be right back in one second. Do your thing. Do your thing. No, no worries. No worries. Now, that, that that allows me to speak to you. Now, in addition, you're still Yeah, Chris has gotten his spotlight time. It's mine. Yeah, there you oh, go. There you go. <laughs> Your time to shine. Yeah, we love it. Wonderful. We love it. So tell me about the uh, the home watching that you also do in addition to what what's going on here. Yeah, we um, actually, it actually came through the detailing business. A customer mm-hmm. that Chris um, did some detailing work for, he owned a home watch business, or he still owns a home watch business. And... Um, he you know some of his customers wanted their cars detailed prior to returning and chris would take care of those and then um we had hurricane irma come through and he's an older gentleman and putting up so many shutters and preparing all the homes you know for a hurricane he just got so burnt out he was like listen i from here i know i cannot handle that many customers like do you know anybody that would want to take on like half of my clientele base, like in certain areas or whatever. And so there's a lot of snowbirds in Florida that come down for the winter to the nice warm water and then go back to their other homes. But so while they're back in their other homes, they want somebody to look over their home and all that. And he said, you know, do you know anybody that would want to do that? And Chris was like, you know what, like, we were early on in this business, you know, we weren't very busy during the summer because a sure. lot of people leave. So that was our slow time. And oh, wow. that's yeah. the, yeah. it's opposite, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's our slower time here because it's hot as anything. Yeah. Here. So people don't want to be here. And then uh, that's the time where HomeWatch picks up because they're gone, right? So you guys so, literally, so that they leave, and then you guys just kind of maintain the home, or yeah, you know, whatever that whatever it may need. Yeah, make sure you know everything's good. Like the AC's still running. Like there's no leaks, bugs, sure. everything. You know, if they need, you know, home cleaning, plumbing, whatever. You know, manage that, that if is, they're doing reno. Awesome! What a great yeah. like what a great business idea. I mean, so you guys if they're doing nice like. Things. A lot of people do reno while they're gone for those six months too. So we'll, you know, oh, yeah. keep them updated on how that's going or whatever. Deal with the uh, subs, I guess. So, yeah. yeah, just taking care of it, uh, making sure everything's good. And um, so, yeah, it came about through the detailing business, really. Wow, that's awesome. That that's wasn't awesome. enough time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's great. Um, uh, that no, that's that's cool. Yeah. What what a cool business, you know. Um, so I, I have a question now that now that Chris is back and, and you guys are together. So, um, you guys have uh, three mobile units. You have the shop that's filled up. What all services do you guys offer? Y'all do PPF and some other stuff, or what? What all are you doing now? Yeah, so we trained for PPF and tent in the summer. So mm-hmm. we've been busting them out. <laughs> Sarah actually does the tent. She's probably better really? at tent than nice. I am because I'm, so, I'm so busy with the bigger jobs like coatings and sure. things or airplanes or whatever we might have that's like priority. Yeah. Um, so she has more time to be here in the shop, like practicing or just trying these things. So I don't ever get the time to practice. And so it's, you know, still, I, and I'm very like, my patience ain't the greatest. So like those little <laughs> finicky type things like PPF and that. Yeah. can be a bit challenging but yeah we do tent ppf 
We offer hand washing, mini details, a full detail, paint correction, water spot removal coatings, uh, trim restoration. We do yeah. doctor color chip touch up paint. Nice. Um, and we do aviation, marine. Uh, we just coated three boats in the past week, I believe. Yeah. Um, so we, I mean, we pretty much RVs, fifth wheels, motorcycles. We do everything. Dang, I kind of awesome. wanted to learn those everything like one by one over time, yeah. master washing and detailing, and then then buffing, and then boats, and because you know, like you go from doing cars to boats. Boat people are about their boats, and if you don't know the terminology yeah. and like where to clean and what, Absolutely. like you can end up. In, I've had like two problems before where the customer was unhappy and like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just oh, so, it's yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to like fully learn everything. And that's why I go to all these classes and like, mm-hmm. you, you can never learn enough. I mean, you know, and now we're able to just do everything as far as, you know, yep. Uh, every service that we offer you know we started in the marine detail and we were predominantly known for that and you're right i mean it's a different world and it, and they're bigger jobs they 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 look it's a mindset um when you get a, when you get a hold of a big boat and mm-hmm. and you know especially the ones when you first start out you're getting all the ones that are just trashed and, and stuff but uh marine detail i mean it's it's been great for us and we're now about 50 50 auto and marine and of course we did some aviation and and uh, and all very similar to you guys wanted to wanted to learn it all and do it all and uh, and and back down where we we stopped offering our mobile services we were on the road all doing really large boats and um, and I brought everybody back in house in the shop that was one of the reasons for the shop renovation and uh, and was and just glad to be off the road but I mean you guys are absolutely killing it we we love to follow y'all. Thank doing, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, and y'all do so much. While you were gone, we were talking about the home watching business. I mean, y'all are some some legit hustlers. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But how do y'all stay on top of that? How do you manage all that that's going on? Me. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I started the home watch business and was doing both at the same time when this business wasn't – the detailing business wasn't as big as it is. Mm-hmm. And then over the past two years, it's just continued to get bigger and bigger. And so I think it was two years ago, I was like – I just stopped doing the home checks and was like, Sarah, like, you got to do that because I am. <laughs> and so she just took it over and just – you know, does that on her own. Occasionally she might have a friend help her out or whatnot, depending on how busy we are here. But um, yeah, it's definitely, we seem to make it happen somehow where we work like a normal workday hours for the most part, might Mm -hmm. be doing some like invoicing or computer stuff at nighttime, but then we still get to hang out with our family and our kids after, after school and play with them and like take them to sports and do all yeah. that so we see we seem to manage somehow but we're definitely pretty busy we're on the go a lot and I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people don't understand that you can define those times like you really can and and you're talking to a person that really would work 24 7 if i could um but yeah. but you can define those times and and and, and stick to it as, as close to it as you can and and people r- will respect that um, mm-hmm. Customers, once they understand that, hey, you can expect me from eight to five or nine to, you know, whatever your hours are, and after that, you know, it's going to be the next day. Yeah, you um, talked about yeah. when you stopped doing weekends, that business picked up. Yeah, it right? grew. Yeah, we stopped doing Saturdays, and then our week business just grew. And, and I so- want to, I want to grow there myself. Like, so oh, the this- first four years, I've worked seven days a week. Yeah, yep, I did too. Pushing just nonstop, and it's finally I'm starting to be able to like sit back and see it's paid off. And not that I'd want to work less, but 
you know, I'd like to just grind it out Monday to Friday, have yeah. the weekends off. Sunday I do take off. However, yeah. occasionally we might meet someone over here to pick up a car, something, oh, of course. Of little course. thing. But yeah. I would like to also, like years ago when I trained with Rennie Doyle, he was like, I'm going to see to it that you're not working weekends like six months from now. Absolutely. And like you said, some of those guys work seven to three, Monday mm-hmm. to Friday. That's it. And they seem to even do better. It, they it's did. like I- our shop grew. I mean, it literally grew when we stopped taking Saturdays. And for whatever reason, I, we became more profitable. We were doing more during the week. And uh, it Crazy. was, it, I mean, it was it was unbelievable. Same thing happened when we came off the road. Uh, we came off the road six, six months ago, mm-hmm. and our numbers have grown. Um, and I was really concerned about that because that was a big portion of our business was marine detailing out, you know, um, especially this time of year. And we were doing very large, you know, vessels. But, but it's been great having everybody in shop so um you know kind of circling back to the relationship side of things we always talk about some of the bad stuff that you know like the arguing and all that but what are some of like a good memory or a good you know thing that's happened to you guys after working together like you know is there anything that stands out to you yeah uh for me uh winning that trophy like at yeah. southern retailers like for us both that was the first event i think she went to mm-hmm. and wow. so like she kind of started acclimating herself into these events and detailing industry and i kind of thought that was cool and like we got to experience that together and you know i kind of like dedicated my speech for her for all, all right. the help yep. she's getting. And that. so that was special for me she kind of has her own moment that she thinks of um which yeah i I just remember the day that we were closing on the shop and it never happens that we are free at the same time in the same part of town. And it just so happened we were, I was doing home checks and he was finishing a mobile detail in the same area. And he finished, I finished and we were like, oh, we don't have to be to the signing for another Mm -hmm. like hour and a half, two hours. And uh, so we said, why don't we meet, you know, right around the corner, have lunch. We had some drinks. Oh yeah. Just celebrating like that you know that next step was yeah happening right That's then awesome. so yeah, yeah we had lunch together got to do some day drinking it was nice. kind of fun we don't get to do stuff like that we're married via text you yeah, know so, so that's similar to my wife you know she runs a uh, a fitness business and i run uh, easy in of course and so but we have the same um story like during closing on this business uh six or seven years ago whenever it was it's the anniversary day i just don't know if it's six or seven is like today by the way oh happy anniversary um, thank you and right. the closing of our home so we never stopped but but this forced us to stop so the same thing i don't think i've ever been to a closing sober you know like we, <laughs> like we go when we go all out we go have a big lunch we have you know some beers and some drinks oh, and uh it's just a fun time to go in and and, and have that moment so uh, yeah. that's cool that's that's hilarious that that, that y'all had that same experience guys could be brothers i'm telling you yeah yeah right so he's got such a cooler business name man like how did <laughs> i mess up like easy in what the hell is that so first so <laughs> what does it stand for dustin can pass as my bigger what's brother yeah. <laughs> what's it stand for it's an acronym for another business that i owned um but so it's boring if i tell you the story but you know um Everybody else, I just tell them it's easy to get in and it's easy to get out. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's catchy, though. Yeah, it was an acronym, and, like, it really made no sense to anybody but me. I was driving down the road, and I was like, I got to name this business. And I was like, you know what? Let's call it Easy End. (laughs) Now, I know you guys, uh, you know, you worked out of your house for, what, five years before you got the shop, right? Um, Um, Well, we bought our house two years ago, and we converted the garage. Well, we bought our house two and a half years ago and converted the garage to a shop with lighting, AC, all that stuff. So 
before that he was strictly mobile and then we had that on our house for yeah like prior to the shop i would say for last winter or like winter into summer i wanted to so i was trying to get this account with ferrari and i knew that they probably want you to have a shop and yeah. so i kind of that and summer was coming and i was like okay how can i get out That's of the sun yeah. And so I had a, a AC unit put in the garage. We, you know, uh, did the floor. I decorated it, everything, and it worked. I mean, customers liked it. It was personal. They, even though they were coming to my house, like sure, sure. It, my kids were there, like it, it was nice, you know. And they liked that. And uh, we didn't seem to have any problems until we started stacking like six cars up <laughs> on the street. And yeah. then the parking authority people were like oh, you can't park on the street. And I'm like, what do you mean I can't park on the street? I live here. I own this. Right. And she's like, well, you can't. And I'm like, okay. So then they started showing up every day. And of course, the last time she oh. came, I got a customer pulling out, one pulling oh, in, no. three cars out front, one being decaled out front. And I was like, this lady had to come at the worst time. Wow. But then like she just disappeared and they just never came back. It was weird. Really? Yeah. 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 Did you find yourself working over that nine to five or, you know, kind of oh, structure? Yeah. You're in the middle of the night. I'd be ceramic coding. ceramic coating cars at like 11 o'clock at night in the garage. Later gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. so it was uh, now that you got your shop, it's easier to separate the home work life yeah. a little bit easier. Yeah. But, you know, just like any business owner, I still find myself here like longer than I would normally be somewhere else, cleaning, yep. checking everything. Like, even though it's the guy's responsibilities to stock their truck, as the owner, I still have to oversee that and make sure that everyone's Absolutely. doing what they're supposed to do. And, you know, and so I put in those extra efforts and hours and, you know, I, I don't mind it because I it's see that. It's not work. You know, that, that part's exactly. not work. That's like therapy in my, to me. Like to yeah, get here exactly. before everyone or to stay afterwards, This is that's like my time and that is not work to me. You know? Well, I like, I'm so anal. Like, I like the shop to be immaculate at all yeah. times. Like, my guys will tell you, I air compress the floor like 30 times a day. I probably waste an hour and a half a day cleaning the floor. Every yeah. time you pull a car in and out, it leaves like a little dirt trail or rocks. And right. like, you can't yeah, live with that. Crazy. I got to stop, wipe the floor. Like, I'm just, you know, crazy with that. Dude, when I was, when I was running this shop, we used to take everything out every day we would take everything out and we'd power wash the floors we would like top to bottom and then everything would go back in i've had to now that matt's running the shop and we don't have the same values on cleanliness of shop you know we're not on the same page so like last week i had spent two days down there like doing a dustin jackson deep clean on this shop <laughs> and uh and then they got the message like hey this you know you gotta tighten up around here but, uh, but was that know, before or after the Rupes uh, presentation too? Uh, the what? The Rupes. I know you had that video where they all got you know the shop got new polishers. Was it before or after uh, the it cleaning? Was, it was uh, it was after that the cleaning. Yeah, I think that's Ooh. what started it. You know, so. Uh, oh, man. Uh, but so curious uh, to know, you know, these are my employee, you know, struggles. You know, you're trying to get everybody on the same page at all the times, and um, I think there's over 35 of us now. It's, pile of them wow. i know you guys have employees what are some of the obstacles that y'all dealt with um you know together or how, how do y'all how do y'all handle it i don't know you should probably go first <laughs> uh. um i mean we've we've come across a lot of obstacles with hiring especially you know with the world as it is right now it's oh, yeah. just a real struggle but um i mean it's it's hard work and not everybody you know, is, is built for it. Right. Sure. And, you know, at a certain point they realize like, this is, this is tough. And, you know, it's just the, the communication aspect, making sure everybody 
you know, come to us if there's a struggle, you know, don't let it build up. Um, you yeah. know, we'll do what we can, but yeah. we can only do so much and we, we can only do, you know, what we know is a, a struggle. So sure. that's right. And, you know, yeah. every situation is different, too. Like, you, there's no right or wrong answer. I was talking to Chelsea again yesterday, and, you know, I was like, listen, there is no right or wrong. You're not going to open a book and tell you exactly how to answer this. Yeah, and, how to be a boss perfectly or, like. Every, yeah, every personality is different. You have to treat everyone like, you you know, you can address one this way or this way. And, then, right. you know, every now and then you got to lose your mind and, like, beat the walls down. But, no, no I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, we don't. Like, you know, you just deal with people how you want to be treated. And most most everybody kind of understands. That's what I try to do. I treat people like I'm very blunt. I'm very straightforward yeah. in, an, in like a nice way. You know, I, I don't like to beat around the bush. Like, you know, sometimes, like you said, with certain people's moods and attitudes, yeah. you, you got to kind of sometimes I feel like I'm walking on eggshells sometimes. Yep. But, you know, uh, I don't know. I've learned over time. Like when I first started, I was like, this is my business. If you don't want to act right, see you. You know, but then, like, but then you find yourself just like hurt, hurting yourself because you're making your life harder because it's like, okay, well, now I know that it's just me and not me and a guy. And the chances of me finding another guy with this skill level is going to take quite some time. And so I've grown to kind of just be like, hey, look, how can we fix this and move forward? But I, I said this to Sarah two days ago. I feel like detailing. It, for the business owner, it's great. But I feel like for most people, it's a stepping stone to their next point in life. Mm -hmm. Not many people are coming out of college saying, I want to clean cars for the rest of my life. Sure. Now, if you're the owner of the business, yeah, you can do very well. But mm -hmm. like, and, and we pay our guys between $15 and $20 an hour to start. Sure. So we pay them good. We give them incentives. They get 100 to $200 of tips a week. I mean, they wow. do pretty well. Uh, we give them quarterly bonuses. We yeah. really try to make it like, hey, you know, this is the spot to work. And I'm a pretty down to earth dude. Like I talk to my employees like I would talk to anybody else. I'm not like, hey, tuck your shirt in and you know, I'm yeah. pretty cool. And so, uh, but that can also backfire too because then you become kind of friendly with them. And it's they a think like, line. they think like, well, you're my, you're my age. And so like, uh, you know, you then you turn around and be a boss and say, hey, look, stop <laughs> complaining and do your job. And they're like, oh, well, you're disrespecting me. You can't talk to me like that. And it's like, uh, I, I can unfortunately talk to you how I want to talk to you. This, this is my company. But, you know, it's just, it, it's really hard to get into that because it just becomes a pissing match at some point. And it, yeah. you know, it's, we don't want to do that all the time. I, it's, it's really tough. You know, I just think this industry, it's like hit or miss, you know? So you know, you know what I've found in that, and and to not make you the bad guy at enforcing what it is you're trying to get across is to have the the goal of like, okay, we want to be the best detail shop in the world, okay? And in order to do that, these things are going to have to be done in order for us to meet this goal. So if we all say, hey, we want to be the best around, then it's not me telling you what you got to do. It's saying in order for us to do the things that we said that we were going to do this year, these are the things that have to be done. Okay, so I'm not telling you to do them or not. You decided that that's what we were going to do, so that's what we're going to do. It's my job to make sure it gets done, and so yeah. that's and, and so now I'm not the bad guy. I'm right. just the I'm just the directions. You open the map and you, you read the directions. It's not like a, I'm telling you how to do it. It's it's I'm making sure that it gets done, and and it 
tends to help. And then, and you do got to kind of have a fine line between, you know, your employees and your friends. Dustin's sure. always trying to hang out. And I'm like, look, bro, if we, you know, I don't want to, you know, this boss, you know, employee relationship is, is working fine now. You know, so, yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. You got to separate it. Yeah. Right? I, I, and that's, that's another good thing about Sarah is like, she's a lot better and level headed at certain times with dealing with situations. So like issues that occur like that, I'm just like, and the guys all know, like they go to Sarah, they're going to be late. They text Sarah. If there's an issue, they text Sarah because they know that her response is going to be different than mine. Right. And not that I'm like uh, a hothead or mean or anything like that. I'm, I'm just as laid back. But like they know they just know like it'll be easier with Sarah. So like they just go through her. So when well, you're busy nice. during the day, like doing yeah. the same. Like we legit changed my my number from the business to, to another number. Oh, so absolutely. I don't yeah. have to stop all day and answer phone calls and text yeah, messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they don't realize. I mean, that's a big deal. You know, the amount of phone calls that still come into this office and the messages that get left just for me. And, and these are things that my staff can and my staff does a great job of kind of gatekeeping the phones, because if not, I'd be on the phone all day, every day. And I'm already on it on my personal. But um, for the ones that know the number and uh, but but I'm telling you, yeah, the phones are a big deal. I mean, kudos to you guys for for figuring that out and, and, and getting your phone because it will drive you crazy. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, we, we haven't figured it out. It's my number now. So. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> He's got it figured out. Yeah, He's like, yeah. oh, let me give you the office number. But it's really myself. So but a lot of people still call my number because I you know, they think like, oh, I talk directly with the owner. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's it's, it's a big thing. But yeah. in reality, they'd be better off just getting going her. there. And she, she's just as knowledgeable and can literally break down a ceramic coating, go over aviation, yachts, like everything. Yep. And maybe they just think that like with me, they'll get better answers. But really, she's just as knowledgeable. Like she has a whole spiel that, you know, she can talk to anybody and which is great. That's so awesome. so thinking forward here a little bit, um, goals and, and dreams, you guys have, uh, you know, I'm sure y'all have big aspirations of what you want to do with the business. Is that something that y'all have on a vision board or is it just kind of, you know, y'all are just thinking about it or how do y'all handle those? So last year we did wrote I wrote down goals and yeah. I was at my friend Dave Elliott with mm -hmm. Pearl Nano. Mm -hmm. uh, he was you know he's real big on Grant Cardone and yep. so I was reading some of his books and he was like hey look write down your goals as if they already happened. That's right. And so I, he had me write down like these five things and and literally all of them goals have been accomplished yep. within a year. I, it was to have several mobile trucks. So I wrote, and it's still on my fridge, I think. I wrote, we have several mobile detailing trucks. We have a shop. We're offering services such as tint, PPF, wheel repair, et cetera, which we're doing. And that we're making over a half a million dollars a year in sales. And we Man, just that's fantastic. Now, if I remember correctly, one more was on that list because uh, I do pay attention. Didn't yeah. you have a, a luxury vehicle in yeah. uh, on that yeah, list as well? Yeah, I, do remember that too. I made a trade off for the luxury vehicle and bought a third F-150, which is pretty luxury. That's there luxury. We go. That's All right. But I can make money on the F-150 versus a luxury car that I'll be paying money to own. So I thought yeah. that was a better move for the moment, you know, until oh, we can put ourselves in a better position to comfortably be able to buy a nice luxury car or something like that. That's awesome. That's, that's fantastic. And, and I'm, I'm big about that as well. So, our, you know, we have a board that we write down our goals for the year and then we, what is it going to take to get those? And we just kind of break it down into bite-sized pieces. And then I always try to reference it back to numbers because that that's just makes sense to me. It's, uh, um, it's very uh, specific. 
and so if we if we tie it to a number then it's measurable and we can kind of do that so that's that's how we handle the goals that's, here that's mine too i have my own like vision board yeah. for not just our own stuff but for myself too and it has you know visuals on mm -hmm. those goals but then it's like broken down into the measurable goal and yep. you know how to get there our vision board's just pictures of me in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Hey, Ron's the same way. He's got pictures of me in a bikini. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Right? I don't know. We think alike. I have, <laughs> seen his, I have seen his cutout of you, I think. Right? <laughs> it's on oh, my God. door. Look, I opened the door one day, and there it was. It was me staring at me, and I was like, what the hell is this? That's <laughs> my motivation, bro. That's what I, you know. Uh, so you guys are clearly killing it. I, I talked to mobile detailers, and, and you guys get brought up from time to time. Just, I mean, oh, yeah. you know, who they look at and want to – you know, that's that's their goal. They're chasing, you know, chasing your tail ultimately. They want to be like you guys. So being that you have already gotten there, that you guys are killing it, I mean, what could you have on that, that vision board for, for upcoming? You know, what are your what are your new goals? I got something I can think of. So I seen how, how Joe Kimball recently became the brand ambassador for Auto Geek. Yep. And I congrats to him. I think that's awesome. We love them. They're solid yep. people. They're great guys. Great yeah, we like everyone in the industry. I mean, honestly. Um, yep. I, I would like, you know, a next move, like something like that, like to be like a big sponsor for like a company or something. I think that hey, would be pretty cool. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like Justin Lobato, like him yeah. with Auto Geek and, you know, like just things like that. No, he's Auto Geek's head trainer. No, I know. I'm reflection oh, artist. Yeah, yeah. And, you yeah. know, just like so something like that, you know, then I feel like the whole industry is for sure kind of like looking at you. And not that I need anyone to look at me because I don't know how other people think of me. I just know how I think of us, yeah. you know. But um, it's nice to hear that, like when people are like, oh, you know, people follow you and like, it's it means a lot because I really have grind from the bottom to well, it get validates to it validates all the work that you've put in and then that's recognition yeah. on top of that so it's not a boastful thing it's like a that's the next step is the recognition for all the hard work and the education and the the, the commitment into our industry that you put and then it's yeah. like a here you know here's the recognition and, and the Kimball's you know receiving that I thought it was awesome we actually yeah uh, we had him on our podcast I think last, last week right, yeah. and and so he found out right before our podcast but he couldn't oh, say no anything way. so he told us and I'm like dude I can't sit on the secret all weekend like I feel <laughs> yeah, like this right. is like serious inside information that I don't need to know <laughs> now, but, I, yeah. I love the fact that Chris says he doesn't you know really care too much about being recognized but his watch and his clothes <laughs> and his shoes yeah uh, I mean, dude, he's, on, he's the coolest uh, guy in the room what kind time. of jays are you sporting right now uh you are the opposite with that. He yeah. loves to be recognized. Don't no, I got these like <laughs> they're Puma Ferrari shoes that I wear at work. Nice, nice. See, I'm so uncool, dude. I'm so I don't. What are they? On clouds. On clouds. On clouds. Yeah. Sarah tends, Sarah tends to think that I'm an attention seeker, which I just like nice things. I mean, yeah. who doesn't? You know, and if I can afford to buy it, then you know, all right. I, I got a good deal on that watch, though. I got, <laughs> I got a the funny story. story. It's crazy, though. I, I you want to hear it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to us. Okay, so I was on. You know the uh, the app Poshmark. They sell like you know yeah, luxury yeah. things and whatnot. I came across it on there for twelve grand, and I was yeah. like, I can never afford this watch. So I messaged her and I said, Hey, uh, if you ever want to like take me home or something, like <laughs> this watch off or something, yeah, I'd look, love at, look at this here. And she found like she she thought it was funny, and she goes. 
well, it's my husband's, you know, I'll let him know uh, and see what he says. And, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever, right. right. And so this guy called, messages me back like two weeks later. He's He lived in California <laughs> and he was like, I'll send you the watch and you pay me back 12 grand over the next year. Well, and I'm like, kidding I'm like, yeah, right. You know, he sent me the watch. Oh my God. Holy but, shit. But I put I put down a five grand deposit through sure. Popmark. Okay. But like still that That's it was incredible. like a thousand dollar watch at one point. Like, you know, <laughs> so as I got it, the button on it was broken. And I'm like, nah, uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't playing that. And so I sent it away to this company to get fixed. And they're like, it needs to be serviced, which was like fifteen hundred bucks. And I'm like, man, this is getting expensive. She didn't even know. Oh, I did God, this no. right before we no. bought our house, oh, and I didn't even oh, think no. that like I can't be making big purchases like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to surprise her on our honeymoon in Aruba, and with so, a watch for himself. You <laughs> <laughs> and so I told her, and she was like, "Are you kidding me?" And I'm no. like, "What?" We almost got a yeah, she, oh, was not happy. she was not happy. But I mean, what are the chances that some random stranger sends you a, a 30 carat diamond watch through the mail who you've never met before? Then he has a uh, Can-Am like big thing that has lights and it's all yeah. souped up he wanted like 28 grand for it and he wanted to send me that and i'm yeah. like this guy's crazy so when and you went out i've never met him in person so when you went out to california come on let's be honest yeah, I, did, they, yeah. did, they have to, did they record did he just watch or what was that about it's, i just it's, so it's funny i paid him the money honest <laughs> to god because i was like my luck karma will yeah. come right oh, back. Karma, yeah so i paid him the money and uh he was like, hey, if you're ever in Cali, he's like, hit me up. I'll host you. And I was like, wow, so, that's cool. you know, I thought it was a scam 100%. And the crazy thing is the watch company, they're like, if it's a knockoff, we don't have to return it. We can keep it. And I was like, oh, oh. so I just spent like 10 grand on this watch. And I'm like, you're going to tell me I might not even get it back. And oh, so I was really nervous. And luckily sure. it ended up being real. That's and amazing. Well, yeah, it was pretty wild. Well, you deserve it, and I'm, yeah. and so do you for your honeymoon. And you deserve that. Yeah, what a <laughs> great, so yeah, phenomenal. What a great housewarming gift. I just got this Apple Watch. That's about it. <laughs> hey, I got hey, that for though. Listen, uh, oh, uh, here's Desmond. We have a comment. I'd love to inspire to become you guys. Hopefully, I can get uh, to meet you at SDC. However, that we can. Okay, so we have a, 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 a you may know a monster Desmond Gibbs. Um. Anyways, he's a, a detail bookie user, and uh, he's always We're in the group. He, on he, yeah, he wants yeah, to meet you guys. Are you are y'all going to make it to SDC? Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, perfect, perfect. We've never been to SEMA yet. Oh yeah, neither, yeah, well, yeah. I we'll say see. neither have we yeah. together. We haven't. We but, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've been, been a few, been times. A few times. It's yeah, and it's 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 awesome. Out? Huh? I'm sorry. All right. If we go, we'll bring you, Ryan. Oh, thank you. <laughs> nice. No, when we went, we, Ryan that. wasn't with us at the time, and then then SEMA was canceled. Uh, two years ago, and then we didn't. We opted out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, we yeah, were gonna just, go, just, and then a lot of companies were opting out. So then we were like, well, "That's just, exactly that's what, what we we, we were we were planning on going." And then we, yeah. we just kind of opted out. So, and I'm, I, oh, I just hate to say we weren't glad we did, but well, know, we went to Kentucky, like then, yeah, you know, and so. kind of did something there. But anyways, hey, listen, uh, always fun. We got to jump off. Yep, um, yep. Always great talking to you guys. Always uh, cool to see y'all on social media. We follow y'all closely. You, we consider you very good friends, and uh, can't wait to see you. Of course, and at the SDC, where can everybody Wait's find awesome. you? Yep. Where can What's they? That? Where can everybody find you? Like social media website. Yeah, so, Instagram. Yeah, so we're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. So fresh and so clean. Clean. Yeah. 
recently started TikTok. Yes. Oh, we nice. Oh, we're going to have to look at this TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the website is sofreshsocleandetailers.com. Okay, so I have one other question. How is it part of the marketing plan, or is this just you uh, kind of going rogue, Chris, to get always get the action shots of Sarah at the gym? <laughs> I'm going to call them action shots. <laughs> action shots. <laughs> yeah. like, That's me going rogue. I, I'm <laughs> just, like, I'll, I'll do my set, and I'll be waiting, and I'll, yeah. I'll see her like, you know, you see like a certain shot of like definition or whatever, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, like that looks good. And I know that, like, she likes to see, like, decent pictures of herself, maybe not yeah. on Facebook, but, like, you know, <laughs> so I'll post them and just randomly, like, hey, we're at the gym, you know? Yeah. And then I randomly out. see them or get screenshots of them from a friend saying, oh, look at this one. I'm like, oh, my God. We love it. love those. We love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She likes it, too, secretly. <laughs> Yeah, oh, she, does. Yeah, sure she does. Sure, she does. Thank you right, guys so much. Great talking to y'all. Thank y'all for taking your time. Uh, Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See you. They're, they're cool. Oh, they're it. so cool. I'm going cool. to be sad when this is over. You man. know what's even cooler? What? The Jessica. Yes. All right. right. What what do we got on Hacker Hack? All right, man. So let the roasting begin. Today we're actually doing a hack or hack on an actual hack detailer. And so this has to be a joke, right? Because there's no way that any detailers out oh, there power wow. washing the inside wow. of cars. Uh, Dustin, you can't have, I mean, that, that would never happen, would it? I mean, <laughs> I'm no detailer, but uh, I know this is a big no-no. I mean, you'd, it, you'd have to be an idiot. It to think is that a big work. no-no. This is a, this is a huge no-no. But listen, for all transparent purposes i'm very transparent in my life and businesses there was a time a long 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 time ago that we actually used a pressure washer on some carpets on the inside of a vehicle and this was like a long time ago that's not something you're still doing out there no 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 so this is you know so it was not to this level this is obviously ridiculous but we did use it to shoot out the paint like idiots and you know (laughs) and like to never got the water out of it and there we go that was our story so we were a hack at one time i was a hack i'm so happy that we how often does that. that customer come back Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I hope they never come back. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't after no, that. No, so, you know, but listen, that's a, that. this is the beauty of Hacker Hack. Like, some of them are actually a uh, job, if you detail in the 80s. Hey, you did like, it, yeah, right. I they did it. This was in the uh, early 2000s, so, you know. Or, no, let's see, this is probably 2012. 2013 so you know we were still doing it in the 13s how about that the odds yeah yeah so listen but uh hacker hack you know you never know you may end up being a hack or you may up getting a hack so um keep paying attention to that we're at the end of this show and uh next week we're going to be going over some good friends of ours some local detailers miss uh mr rob and Brittany. that's right delta bay detailing yep. the outlaw detailers uh, y'all might have seen them on the podcast a, a while back but uh by far some of my favorite people to talk to if their eyes are squinty just go with it it's just normal for them you know i, I was looking to participate yeah i was going to come in like yeah. that too just so i could relate you know yeah no <laughs> anyways guys y'all can always find us we're streaming live on youtube spotify um google play apple store apple uh, podcast yeah something yeah. like that Google you can find us store. all over the place of course like always we're much prettier to watch in what up, person what's up koja we love his paint gauges by the way he's got the best uh Kyle. What up, Kyle? Yeah, this is the part where we go say what's yeah. up to everybody that's coming through. What's up? Man. What's up? Now, see, this is cool. This is fun. I could do this all day. <laughs> what all up, right, Nate? Nate Sharp, oh, we're dude, gonna check you, you off too. Oh, <laughs> that dude. Have you seen this? Yeah. Man, oh, there's my that. boy. There's my boy. What's up, buddy? Billy Smith. 
the the superstar detail Billy and then Smith. of course Joe Lapom you know that's that's our brother yep yep man Desmond always <laughs> oh it's a strip club dude you know it you know all right it. look it's so cool to see how many people actually are participating in the show we appreciate everybody watching us it's just keeps getting better and better if you ever have anything you want to say just drop us a comment shoot us a message um, send us get... your hack videos you know if That's you know right. some hacks send them, send them on over all right we're gonna jump off here we'll see you guys next week peace, peace.